Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Schwav. We're going to start uh, repeating the same things and then going over the same topics as if we're just, we're trapped inside a mansion and then start forgetting things about the yeah. show because it's hard to pay attention or care. Yeah, I noticed a glitch with the show. There's no good writing. <laughs> That's just a feature. Oh. <laughs> that ain't a glitch fail. Damn. <laughs> Forget it! I'm not showing it! This episode was badly written! <laughs> uh, tonight we watched... What did we watch? <laughs> Nothing good. <laughs> uh, tonight we watched season three, episode seven, Which Way Out? I feel like I, I could confirm this, but I won't. I feel like that was the name of an old school episode, too. I feel like anything with a witch pun in it was probably already done by the yeah, original Charmed. They beat that one into the ground, so why not do it again? <laughs> Um, so recently, uh, we found out that uh, Melanie Diaz is pregnant, and it became very obvious in this episode. Yeah, she had the pregnancy overalls on. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of uh, wearing black to hide it. Yeah, stuff she was like holding that. a box in front of her at one point, too. <laughs> she, well, she was, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> I hope this is all they do, though, because I feel like if they acknowledge it in the show, they're going to do something yeah. icky with it. We, we don't want magic babies. You can go blow yourself with your dumb magic babies plot. Original term did that shit. <laughs> yeah, there's no good options here. There's either a magical baby plot or there's uh, artificial insemination, maybe. Um, mm -hmm. And then she focuses on it, like uh, the stupid original Charmed ones, just like, meow, 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 baby, baby, babies, all the time. <laughs> Ruby, I'm lactating poison! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think they would handle a pregnancy storyline like they handle any storyline very badly, and I just feel like we don't need to add another one of these yeah. things to the mix. <laughs> We assure you, your show is crappy enough as it is. You don't need to add to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's jump into the episode. Uh, Maggie is listening to some meditation audio. Um, she sees Antonio in a towel and he goes, hey, Magster. <laughs> What an intro. I thought this was like some weird narrator. Like, oh. <laughs> this is going to be like that uh, Stanley Parable game, which I mean, I guess the episode was a little bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little bit worried when we started hearing the like Asian flute music. Like, I thought it would be like them handling another culture badly or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they handle everything badly? I don't know. Uh, all we hear is that music and a narrator and um, and that. Uh, but it turns out this is all in her head, because um, Maggie's a crazy person? Yeah. This doesn't seem to be a feature of the the house in the episode. This seems to be a feature just of Maggie, because this happens as, like, a bookend to the episode as well. It just seems like she randomly sees Antonio in a towel. Yeah, Just because... when she meditates? <laughs> Yeah, there's supposed to be inconsistencies, but yeah, she's just seeing nonsense. So it has nothing to do with what's going on in their little charmed one prison. Yeah. Uh, so all of this uh, is in her head. She decides she's going to go downstairs and uh, talk to her sisters, but she finds them gone. Things are feeling a little bit weird. 
Um, water is dripping loudly. Uh, Vaseline is on the edges of the screen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's something dreamlike and off going on. She walks out of the kitchen and ends up at safe space. Uh, the whole place is empty because the COVID demon got them. Yeah, this is a, a very COVID-friendly episode to shoot right now. <laughs> a very COVID-charmed. That's yeah. what it should be called. <laughs> we see Macy waking up in the same situation. Lather, rinse, repeat. Um, she finds a trail of blood in safe space. When Macy gets up, she ch- switches to safe space the moment she goes out the door, which seems to be the way it works every other time. Except for when Maggie gets up at the beginning of the episode because they wanted to draw it out a little longer. Oh, so you're saying that you caught a glitch in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> a glitch in the Matrix, if you will. Yeah, they did not Perhaps follow Perhaps we're their... all in the house. <laughs> they did not follow their own rules of how this works. Charm doesn't know the difference between love and hate. That's why they keep telling us that we love Abigail, but... <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Loves equals solves. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to say I didn't solve this episode. <laughs> um, so uh, Macy finds this trail of blood in safe space. She follows it into the basement. When she goes uh, through the door, she ends up in their backyard. Um, they're going to use all their standard sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> It's the- never going to end up anywhere interesting. Yeah, this is so boring. Like, I like... The concept, you know, of the warped world thing, doors leading to places they shouldn't. But yeah, this is beyond bland with Charm's execution of this idea. And just, it's so apparent too, like you said, they only have two main sets. So it's just them bouncing between their house and safe space. You're just exposing how little the show has in terms of a world. But like, this is all you can do. Oh, safe space. Oh, our house. Back and forth, back and forth. Boring. Yeah. yeah. I was just, I was talking about this uh, before we started recording, but like, I noticed this last week. I noticed this a lot. Um, this show takes concepts that could be something and then does it in the most boring way they could possibly execute it. So mm-hmm. like, uh, last week they had Harry with the, the knowledge ball. He touches this orb and he knows like all this stuff and he's kind of going crazy. All we see is him in the bunker solving like, just quickening up the plot solving these uh, these problems loving he loving <laughs> he was loving these equations and uh but all it did was forward the plot a little bit but not in an interesting way he didn't go out and interact with anyone he mm. didn't do anything no one came into the basement but macy yeah. and they just talk about their issues they talk about all the time except he just sort of like said it in a panicky way but i mean it, they just didn't do anything with the concept wouldn't it be great if he'd like gone out to like to the school and then people are like what's up with that guy or like (laughs) he'd been talking to maggie and mel and they're like what or like he he messes up something like when they're trying to like uh mel's on a date with ruby and then he ruins it you know just do something it'd be wonderful (laughs) if things happened in this show It's just so boring and like the, like um like you said you know it's interesting when they're like things are slightly off but it's not it's just they're just cutting things slightly differently they're walking into different rooms that end up being different places but it's their same standard sets mm-hmm. they're not really off enough to be like oh that's kind of interesting it's like oh so yeah. some pictures are slightly wrong yeah, like, I mean, you could really make this creepy if you just executed it differently. 
Like, they just, they make everything not this easy. Like, there's one point where Mel finds Macy in the backyard, and she goes, she tries to go out to her and then ends up in safe space. And she goes, oh, no. And then she just bounces through a door a couple of times and immediately gets back to Macy. It was like, well, that was damn easy. (laughs) Yeah, if they were, like, not able to reach each other this whole time or, like, something. I think it would be more interesting if the episode started and for a long time we don't know they're in the prison. Don't do the whole, like, they're going crazy or they have amnesia angle. Just, like, they just don't know they're in prison Mm -hmm. until things are off. Like, they're walking by. Don't even, like, point out. Just be like, there's some pictures that are wrong or this, like, this thing is out of place. Things that you can kind of spot that become increasingly obvious as the episode goes on. Mm-hmm. And then you, they start to catch on that something's going on and, and it gets creepier and starts falling apart the more the facade's breaking down. Yeah. Like, yeah, it would have been more interesting, too, if Maggie, like, when the first time she switches over into safe space suddenly, she didn't quite realize. Like, she just thought maybe she lost track of time. Like, yeah. But yeah, like, let it slow build to the fact the world's falling apart and not working the way it should. Yeah. And the fact that they are trapped, this is a big part of the plot of the season. This The, the plot this season is this fifth dimension uh, Alcatraz for monsters. They are trapped in this Alcatraz for monsters this entire episode. We do not see a single monster in there with them. No. Well, they're, they're we see a fake monster right at the end before they We don't they see any out. monsters. We hear some no, noises and it's like, one. this is like... You could just hang out in this prison forever and be fine, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe you forget some things. I don't know. I guess it's not that great. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like if you it tell seems them awfully safe. <laughs> yeah, if you tell us that they are that Alcatraz for monsters is the plot for the season, where all these ancient things that like they've never encountered before are escaping, and they're the baddest of the bad, and then you have our main characters trapped in this prison, and they're just like, meh. Yeah. It's just it's just like there's no one there. They just sort of run around for a little bit looking at old memories until they leave. Like, there's no tension whatsoever. No. The most dangerous thing that seems to happen at one point is, like, the floor turns into a liquid and Mel's slowly falling through it. But yeah. we, still, we don't even know what would happen if she did. I thought she was just going to fall through it and end up, like, down in the bunker at safe space or something. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, would she die if she fell in that? Who knows? It doesn't seem like it. And there's no sense of urgency about it, really, with the episode either. Just she seems mildly annoyed. They pull her <laughs> out. Then she's like, oh, the floor's solid again. But I've had a dream where the the ground turned into a liquid like that. <laughs> My dumb dream executed it more scary than this episode. <laughs> My dreams are usually nonsense. <laughs> I feel like they've done scarier uh, one-off episodes of Charmed. Mm-hmm. They did uh, in uh, season one when they got trapped in Tartarus. Like that was like the ending of like a, like a, following up the cliffhanger of the last episode but they're just like there maggie and harry are there for like one day mm-hmm. and then like that's like fucking with them that seemed like a scarier thing than this fifth dimensional prison yeah that's just sort like, of like desaturated like the, it didn't look any different either is the thing because the show's already desaturated and lit badly so there was mm-hmm. no like 
tonal difference or like the way it was shot was creepier just sometimes the edges were blurry yeah there's just a lot of that the blurry vignetting uh yeah like you can have such a creepy episode when you take like the dreamlike aspect and throw it into like what should be reality but ugh, they did not explore that at all it's just kind of like oh things are slightly off and this is mildly annoying we'll get through this <laughs> yeah pretty much slightly miffed and impatient the uh <laughs> the standard mood for for charmed yeah like you're saying like i really wish the amnesia thing wasn't in there because again it's not much of a a hindrance it's just kind of a mild annoyance it's like yeah. they meet each other and one of them's like oh who are you guys and then they have to tell us what the plot of the show is again like who's joining in at this episode guys no one's hopping in like oh i think i'll jump in like mid-season three <laughs> so they can explain to me who the hell they are <laughs> well it's it's just that nothing nothing happens with it if they were going to do it then do something with it like mm. if they're going to go the amnesia angle then i would rather they all go in and none of them remember anything mm -hmm. and slowly have to piece things together you could do an episode like that too but like the way they did it, it was just like hey it's me and they're like oh yeah i guess it's you yeah. i remember now <laughs> that's yeah. it <laughs> it took a little bit with maggie and then they had to like watch her memories of stuff like and you'd probably be confused, yeah. too. Like, is this an episode I missed? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Even the, like, uh, the blood trail could have been kind of creepy. But you know what it is? It's it's Mel. Her She she cut her hand trying to punch a window. <laughs> like, <laughs> or she was punching a window to try and, I guess, see if the house was an illusion or something. We don't see this on screen. It's just we see her with her hand wrapped up. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that's what it was. I'm not as big on the amnesia thing, but like I think if you were going to do the amnesia idea, it could have been its own episode and you know yeah. just do this warped reality episode on its own. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like if they don't want to do the effects, like let's say they're not showing the monsters, even CGI monsters because it's just a budget reason rather than a covid reason, if they don't want to do that, you can still make it super scary without seeing anything. Like, if sh they were seeing, like, bloody trails everywhere and hearing screaming and rattling doors and, like, like scratches on the walls or things like that, you could see things like that and the unknown can be scarier than what you're actually seeing mm -hmm. if they'd played up that angle, but they, they don't. You no. would never even know they're in a, a prison for monsters, except they tell you that's where they're at. <laughs> yeah, like... This should be like, I don't know, the work reality is kind of the one thing protecting them from the monsters. So it's like if yeah. they go the wrong way, they'll end up like right with them or something like that. You know, they have to be very careful about the path they choose. Something yeah. like that could work. Yeah, like the monsters are trying to get in. Mm -hmm. Like they like the more that they do you, like the more they remember the more that the the shield cracks and the more the monsters can get closer to them mm -hmm. and then like at the very end they hear like the rattling or the pounding on the door like they're about to get in before they get out of there that could be something yeah give them a ticking clock make it feel very dangerous <laughs> uh but that's not this uh so so uh mel is walking around with bloody hand she's looking for her sisters she finds a seer's portrait of some random dude on the mantle. <laughs> this guy is so important. 
<laughs> I thought that it was going to be something more than it was. I thought it was going to be he was behind this because they hadn't revealed this is the, the prison yet. But who cares that we revealed it? Yeah. You guys don't care. I thought like maybe, <laughs> yeah, he'd be some kind of weird trickster guy or something. Like yeah, that. I don't. This is nothing. Um, so she hears this noise and, and picks up a stiletto to use as a weapon. They had no other weapons in the house. They get attacked by monsters all the time. She's like, stiletto. Remember their, like, secret area? Their mom gave them all these oh, yeah. weapons. In the little book nook? <laughs> yeah. Little book nook weapon area. What what did happen to their secret weapons? Did those get destroyed at the beginning of season two? I don't the ones that, that their mom left them, except Macy. Except Macy. <laughs> she got nothing. <laughs> she got an IOU. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did those get destroyed? Probably. <laughs> I feel like they did, because they were like, oh, whatever. Burn everything to the ground. Either <laughs> that, or they just threw them out. They're like, oh, whatever. We aren't going to need these. We have stilettos. <laughs> Kill Whitey! So she sees Macy outside the window, and this is another instance where they could have been seeing each other but not seeing each other. Like, Macy walks by and disappears and be kind of creepy, yeah. like, oh, there's a sister. and she's But no, they're just like, hey! And then she, like, runs around for a few seconds trying to find the right door and then gets the right door. Yeah, it should have been, like, this sequence of near misses, like, they come so close to finally getting to each other, and they don't you know, build up the tension with that. Instead, just now, nah, I'll just bounce through a few random doors and, oh, there she is. Okay. <laughs> These doors should be taking you, like, almost anywhere besides, I mean, just the two places you know of. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I just wrote, wow, that was two seconds of mind fuckery. Oh. <laughs> this is Charm's mind freak. <laughs> freak your mind. Uh. I'm here for my latest and most insane demonstration of my career, the Grand Canyon Death Jump. Lazy freak. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, they both hear another noise. They go into the house and end up in George Orbinks' gym. <laughs> uh, it's empty and there's some random papers out there. So, you know, some things are fucked up. Uh, they find Maggie behind the desk with a furry hat. <laughs> Yeah. And she's crazy and lost her memory. <laughs> um, This could have been interesting, but it wasn't. It's there for the trailer. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. She just goes like, who are you guys? It's just for the trailer. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and then she goes, I slept with a zombie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on Charmed, <laughs> she sleeps with Antonio. Ooh, and is Maggie Lady Godiva? <laughs> I kind of, it's sad that I'm at the point that I miss those old WBCW promos that were overly horny, disingenuous, and lied about what the plot was. <laughs> Charmed at 8, 7 Central this weekend on the WB's Big Sunday. Uh, so we get a commercial break, uh, come back, Maggie is talking to a water bottle, Macy and Mel argue, they're kind of testy with each other this episode. Macy's like, hey, that was real dumb, <laughs> breaking that window. And Mel's like, what are you calling me, a hothead? <laughs> no, I'm just saying it wasn't smart. What's that supposed to mean, I'm not smart? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently this was supposed to signal that something was off, this was a hint, but I'm like, I don't know, aren't they always like... 
Yeah, I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, it seemed pretty <laughs> normal to me. Very on brand for them. <laughs> yeah. There's a uh, Maggie vagina flash in the sky. <laughs> yeah, I really thought this was her <laughs> vagina shooting light at the her, first her second. Her vagina's just short-circuiting. She's <laughs> like, what? We're not going back to that, are we? I thought they wouldn't really reference that again, but all right. She thought about Antonio and then <laughs> did vagina flash. Can she just, like, shoot her beam at Antonio and, like, wipe him from existence? Because, man, do I not care about that. It's cool, because he said, hey, Magster, in this episode. I think maybe that's was his only line of dialogue, was, hey, Magster, <laughs> several times. Magster, Magster, Magster! On this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! <laughs> Um, so they're wondering about these uh, vagina flashes in the sky. Um, see, we figured out it was it was the Maggie bat signal, but uh, they it took them a bit. <laughs> uh, Maggie's like, well, these happen a couple times a day. Asleep, she calls them. She uh, she calls days sleeps. Uh, close your glimpses. Yeah, <laughs> Chakotay. Chakotay. <laughs> he comes since I'm so proud of you, Maggie. <laughs> Maggie, close your glimpses. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Maggie vagina when the walls <laughs> fell. Oh, that's a better episode. <laughs> um, so she's been uh, in this room for 42 days. Time works differently in this 42. dimension. <laughs> Isn't that the, the uh, secret to the universe or something? Yeah. 42? Yeah. Maggie solved it. Loves. <laughs> she loves it. Is this the the bitch hiker's guide to the galaxy? Is that anything? <laughs> I, again, I can't call this episode that, but I would if I could. <laughs> so anyway, they figure out the longer that they stay, uh, the crazier they get. Um, Maggie mentions that there's a, a gathering place, so uh, she'll take them to the gathering place, um, aka the bar to slash dispensary. Precious. <laughs> take it to my precious I like what what she call the flashes she's like the flash flash bang bang or something tick tick bang tick 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 boom, tick, tick, boom? Yeah, something dumb like that it's like Typically? they describe it like no normal people and then she's like can you put it in baby terms for me <laughs> <laughs> she's crazy Phelan she's crazy <laughs> don't, don't give her a hard time <laughs> I'm in need of a guilt remover spell did you notice that the bar was a dispensary before? I did not notice they had a dispensary in there, too, no. Because there was, like, a, a sign on the wall with, like, a pot yeah. leaf, so I guess it's also a dispensary. I mean, it kind of goes with their ridiculous vibe at Safe Space, so it's not too surprising. I don't think it's that. It feels like a hipster college thing to do, so it's not that mm. surprising. I just never noticed. I mean, we found out the drinks are supposed to be free there, though. Oh which my was god! Ridiculous! Like Safe everyone in like Seattle would be hopping in there for free <laughs> drinks. Safe space is like the worst-run business in Seattle. I know, insane. <laughs> this must be an implement from Carman. <laughs> Way to go, Carman! <laughs> There's a car, man. He'd like to come and meet us, but he's dead in just a car. Um, Maggie took some notes uh, when she started to forget things. Uh, one of the notes she has says, sexy jock man in towel. She she saw him when she still <laughs> remembered his name, so why'd she write that? Uh. <laughs> 
This is another thing that doesn't really lead to anything. The fact that Maggie's apparently been in here for so much longer than uh, Mel and Macy. That would really fuck with you. Also, after 42 days, her hair is perfect. Her makeup uh, is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Not even any sweat stains or wrinkles on her mm. terribly coordinated outfit. <laughs> no stink lines, flies no buzzing around line. her. You, you can't even blame the crazy outfit on being, like, crazy. Mm. It's Because she was wearing that before. Yeah. <laughs> before she ends up in the crazy place. Yeah, so she never changed for 42 days. <laughs> no. She did, it's just, it bothers me. She doesn't look ru- like mm-hmm. rumpled at all. They were yeah, afraid to make her look ugly. Yeah. Like, her hair is perfect. I have curly hair after a couple days, like, gone. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna keep those perfect bouncy ringlets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so, uh, th- there's a... She finds a, uh, a lunch bag with a tofu wrap in it, uh, labeled Macy Vera. Which, uh, I actually, it took me a bit to realize that was wrong, because, oh yeah, her last name's Vaughn. <laughs> That's how much I, I actually never remember their last names. It felt like in Original Charm, they were constantly, like, bringing up Halliwell all the time, like, Halliwell, oh, yeah. Halliwell, what's up with the Hollowells? <laughs> um, but here, it's like, they barely ever say it, so it's like, oh yeah, Vera's their, their last name. All right, yeah. We're three seasons in, it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that name? The uh, the tofu wrap lunch uh, brings up a, a memory, and in this world, when they have a memory, it uh, it plays out like a holodeck simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this memory, uh, they're talking to Jordan, and he's got this. He actually calls it a universal translator app, so it's very Star Trek. <laughs> Universal translator. There's the other part of this episode's very Star Trek is Macy like pulls out her phone, so like Macy's log. Charm day three. I'm a scientist. I'm I'm Doctor Spock. (laughs) Doctor Spock. (laughs) Doctor Spock in the Goblet of Fire. Damn it! I'm a Vulcan, not a doctor. (laughs) Um. So he he wants to open this like free legal aid uh, place, like an office and safe space. Right. Mm -hmm. It was like pro bono work. Yeah. But Macy's like, uh, well, the board said no because uh, of budget reasons. So is he going to be operating a gym and a loft in safe space? <laughs> I'm just imagining one of those like local commercials like, have you been in an accident? <laughs> I will fight for your rights. <laughs> Got the boxing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> what what was those crazy commercials that you used to see locally? It, was, uh, it wasn't local to me. It was for uh, it was on the Fox Rochester channel. So it was like Jim the Hammer Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys used to get that that channel sometimes. Yeah, that was the the, the Fox affiliate we had here. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so he's Jordan the Hammer Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan the Fister. <laughs> <laughs> Come in and get a not free muffin. <laughs> There's a dub in not free muffin. Yeah. Free muffin with purchase. If the judge doesn't rule in our side, I'll knock him out. <laughs> bing bing. <laughs> He'll get the Jordan fist. Jordan the fister. <laughs> 
<laughs> he starts doing like Rocky, and he's like, uh, "You gotta cut the prices." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna object now. <laughs> Da da da! He's just like hitting dollar signs on the screen. <laughs> You're in jail. And then you see Macy running up the endless stairs. Da da da! Da da da! And then she like trips and starts rolling down halfway. <laughs> I choose wrong. I'm Jim Shapiro, the tough, smart lawyer. We got to talk about this episode. We're never going to finish. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, I uh, so he, when he's told that he can't um, open this up because of money reasons, um, he walks away like Charlie Brown. And Macy goes, how am I going to tell Swan that I failed at making a difference? <laughs> Swan, like, like Swan's her boss or something? <laughs> Swan isn't even their friend. No. I would barely call her an acquaintance. Is she even a manager? <laughs> See, like, is she just like a supervisor? Like, <laughs> Swan didn't even. Wait, was she in this episode, or was no, that just a flashback was... at the beginning? No, she wasn't. It was just that. a recap, right? That yeah. she was in. Mm -hmm. She didn't even warrant showing up in the episode. No. It's like, oh no, what if my employee yells at me again? <laughs> How am I going to tell Swan? I don't know. Fire her. She gives you lip. You tried. Yeah. What's Swan going to do? Shut up, Swan. Swan. Oh, she might throw some fruit gushers at me. Stop looking at me, Swan. There's a swan man waiting in his lake. He'd like to come and meet us, but swans are fucking dicks. There's a swan man waiting. Are the drinks at the bar free too? Like, I just I need to know. Like, this is ridiculous. It's it's only the skinny marks. <laughs> only the skinny marks. Everything else right. double price. <laughs> So, uh, so in the flashback, uh, Mel found out something about this monster prison, um, and the girls figure out they must be in the monster prison in the fifth, the fifth dimension. dimension. The prison erases people's memories to stop them from escaping. Uh, they are wondering why Macy's name is wrong on the lunch bag. So they're like, well, someone else must have done it. Something must be going on here. Um, and then they all disappear into different rooms. They were finding out too much. If it could just disappear them into other rooms, why isn't it, doesn't it do it more often? It seems like it gives yeah. them ample time once they find each other again. Yeah, because once they all, the three of them meet up again and they talk about it, like, like, oh, it's trying to separate us. Okay, so why doesn't it separate you again right now? <laughs> why doesn't it just change it up so it's not always, the doors don't always go to the same places. Like, yeah. and if you, they can't figure it out. Yeah, if it's actively doing things like splitting them up, there's no reason why it can't change the pattern. No. Mel figures there must be some invisible guards around. We never see any guards. Yeah. Um, so she she bitches at them until the floor melts. <laughs> They're like, we're done. <laughs> Come on, get us, let us out of here. We're going to get you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Melt me until my torso's hidden so it's less obvious I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's very slow and she's just kind of annoyed. Takes forever. <laughs> if we'd seen any guards, it would have upped the tension a little bit. Or even if they were invisible guards and they just were thrown around a little yeah. bit, 
So you don't have to actually show anything. (laughs) You just even felt there was some kind of malevolent force near them, like, make something scary shit show. (laughs) Yeah. Like, dangerous things start happening the more they find out and the world starts crumbling around them or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see Macy running up an endless set of stairs. She just keeps reappearing at the bottom of it. Uh, Mel is still melting into the floor, uh, but she's starting to forget things like her name. I think uh, they did an endless set of stairs scarier in Mario 64. (laughs) (laughs) It's-a me, Maggie! (laughs) (laughs) Though, I mean, I shouldn't joke, because Mario 64 is apparently one of the scariest games in the universe lately. Is that that where the giant head chases you? (laughs) Yeah, the the Wario head kills you. It's all kinds of haunted, you know. The 64 is the most haunted console in the universe. That, that was from what a, a creepy pasta, or that's oh, it's just from nonsense that people have come up with lately. <laughs> okay, I feel like uh, creepy pastas are scarier than this episode. Of yeah. <laughs> uh, so Maggie's in her room and she finds a Polaroid of her and Antonio getting all huggy huggy. Um, but this didn't happen, so Maggie's like, okay, the prison got something wrong again. Well, first she goes, if I sleep with you, there won't be photographic evidence of it. <laughs> you will be my shame. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have no free will in this situation, Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> this is such Phoebe vibes, when she's like, sees a vision, something like, she's like, I guess this has to happen now. And it's like, what's the point of these fucking visions? Mm-hmm. If, if it's supposed to either make you, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. If it gives you a vision, it's something you're supposed to, like, prevent, right? This is a heads up, not just, like, here's a preview into what you're going to, who you're going to sleep with. Why? Yeah. And she's also talking about at one point when they're watching a vision, how she's like, this is supposed to be the year of me. It's like, ugh. <laughs> Shut stand. up. This is just like Phoebe. It's like, oh, yeah, you know what? The most self-centered character on the show needs to have a plot where they talk about how it needs to be more about them. What a wonderful <laughs> story. <laughs> When when Maggie gets her Phoebe vibe, should we call her like Mabby or something? Yeah. <laughs> Mabby. <laughs> the Mabby one. The Mabby one. Uh, the Mabby one repeats uh, her meditation. I just keep calling it tape. I don't know. MP3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her her meditation MP3. Um, and she's able to make herself remember uh, some stuff. So at uh, in her like little memory replay uh it's at safe space antonio calls maggie magster and uh she tells macy about her sex vision and that's where she goes this is supposed to be the year of me (laughs) not supposed to be thinking about boys it's like well then don't Mm -hmm. you have free will who gives a shit you can change it maybe that was a heads up don't sleep with him he has an std (laughs) you ever think about that an ominous portent (laughs) or he's just a monster who knows yeah, maybe he's a monster. And then it would be a repeat yeah, of the of the, the whole uh, Parker thing. We don't want to have another monster boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Just finish up your stupid romance with Jordan. Like, shit. <laughs> Is it done? Is that done between them? I don't I know. I don't know. Just, it doesn't feel like they want to commit. It didn't seem like Jordan was that hurt. No. He, d- he saw them, like, at the date. And then he was sort of half smiling, I guess. And then, like, when he sees them yeah. trying to get this app going, he didn't really seem upset at Maggie. So maybe yeah. that was the ending. He, like, he leaps out after that. He's like, I did it. They got together. Dit, 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 dit,
So Macy gives her some advice that helps her focus. Uh, whatever. They keep doing this. Someone tells someone some like basic ass advice and then they, they use it as like a plot point. Mm-hmm. Like, especially with Maggie, she'll repeat something someone said to her. Macy and Jordan seem to be the ones that tell people the advice the most. Like, that they, that gets repeated later. Like, ah, oh, the calming force of Macy and Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so she, it, once she focuses, this picture disappears. Whatever. Um, Macy is losing her memory in the bunker. Uh, she checks her phone and some music starts playing. She starts bobbing to the music. I feel like this was supposed to be a comedic moment, mm-hmm. but it was nothing. It was like half-assed. Like I was like, oh, is something going to happen with this? And nothing does. Like Maggie comes in and goes like, hey, Macy, remember this? And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it. <laughs> this is where you know, Macy forgets who she is for like... I don't even know if it's a full minute of runtime. Yeah, I feel like these memory losses are lasting about as long as that fight with Aunt Viv did. (laughs) They hear Mel screaming, they go and they rescue her. The end for that, they pull her out with a, they, 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 um, have like a lamp they give her to like pull her out. Yeah. Like when uh, Maggie's still at her memory loss too, they do this twice where she touches them and they, and then they explain that they're infected and they can't touch each other. It's like, why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, why is this even a thing? Like, they get so close to each other in various parts of this episode, too. Like, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I think it's just to eliminate touching as much as possible. It doesn't seem like they're going to acknowledge COVID, which is fine, because I don't think the show should get into it. So I think they're just eliminating, like times when it would be natural to like hug or do whatever <laughs> maybe i don't think it's necessary they don't like each other i think it's just a, a safety I th- they already <laughs> hate each other i wouldn't question it if they never hugged <laughs> uh so now they're gonna go on a glitch hunt mel remembers the picture on the mantle uh and it's it's some guy uh that was uh at the school um, she hates him, and they figure out that the uh, the prison doesn't know the difference between hate and love, so that's why it keeps doing random mm. things like showing up with pictures of Antonio. I don't know. She hates Antonio. She wants to hate fuck him. I don't know. Just like <laughs> Macy doesn't why would know that... the difference between loves and loves. <laughs> <laughs> why would Macy's name be wrong? Because she hates Macy? or. <laughs> Yeah. What did that know. have to do with love and hate? <laughs> I would have thought Maggie would have just done that anyway because she forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. She doesn't solve Macy. <laughs> um, so they see a memory of this guy in the mantle. Um, he's He's been sent in to observe Mel's class uh, because she wouldn't teach Dean Turf's book. <laughs> this whole subplot. Why wouldn't it have been Dean Turf? Surely... She has stronger feelings about Dean Turf than this guy. I think the only reason it was this guy is because they didn't want us to immediately know who it was. True. I guess it. I guess you could say the prison got things jumbled and just it was just yeah, a person connected to this. If it was drawing on her feelings, it should be the stronger feelings, right? Not just this one guy who was sent by Dean Turf. <laughs> Like, I don't know how this oh, wacky world works. I, I hate that one guy who was sent there to watch my class once. It's all his fault. It's like, it's just some guy who was sent just... to listen in on your class. 
<laughs> this guy, the guy didn't have any lines, right? He was just like an no, unpaid he did. actor. A line. Oh, okay, he did? He, yeah, he just said like, oh, I'm here to listen in on your class. He, like, he oh, wasn't okay. even a jerk about it. He's just like, oh, no. Like, and she's like, am I being He's like, I don't know, but they just sent me down here to listen in. <laughs> like... They should have, though. She's just like, fuck the syllabus, I'll teach what I want. <laughs> Did she do anything that wasn't worth being reprimanded? Yeah, it's like Mel's surprised that her blatantly disregarding how she's supposed to do her job would have consequences. <laughs> This guy, did they bother, like, doing a photo shoot for him? Or was this his headshot they put on the mantle? Or was this his, like, his side job as a realtor? They're like, can we use this? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he has a side hustle going Maybe. I hope he's the ghost realtor. <laughs> if they had a recurring character, the ghost realtor. This picture just had a dumb little ghost tail on it. <laughs> I need to remember to Photoshop the title card for this onto the ghost realtor. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta put that guy. Not yeah. even one of the main characters. Yeah, just, just like, that who's that guy? guy? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just be like anyone watching the episode. Who's that guy? <laughs> I don't know. There's What? Is this a charmed podcast? <laughs> there's a glitch in the podcast. Yeah. You'll notice there's something wrong. It's all about whoever that is. <laughs> You must be kidding, aren't you? It's a much more interesting episode than what happened. Uh, so we see uh, Mel complaining at the Dean. Uh, she's like, you just did this as retaliation for not teaching your stupid turf book. And she's like, all right, uh, this didn't have to do with this, I can assure you, but we won't do it again. Oh, by the way, you gotta sign this NDA. <laughs> <laughs> and that pisses her off. And then we get a memory at the speaker's corner this at is... Safe Space. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Is that? I feel like they might have shown this before when they introduced Safe Space, and we were wondering what that was, where people were just giving speeches in a certain place. It's just where people speak their mind. Apparently, like that would be so annoying. Imagine you're just yeah. in there trying to enjoy your coffee, and then someone starts <laughs> ranting about something. You can just talk about anything there. There's yeah. no regulations or rules. Like, what if they started spouting off a bunch of, like, really harmful shit or something? Yeah, you probably just hear a bunch of people talking about the Snyder Cut up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best cut ever made! Yeah. It's an improvement! It improved a crappy movie slightly, like, 5%! 4-3 was the intended artistic vision! <laughs> This is perfect for IMAX screens. You want to fill the whole thing. Back, back to the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Snyder cut on, on four VHS tapes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just see them at a bunch of Goodwills next to the Titanic yeah. tapes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Mel is at Speaker's Corner and she is bitching about Dean Turf. <laughs> and she's like, this is how fascism starts. <laughs> <laughs> This whole thing feels really insulting. It feels like Charmed being, like, having all of these things in contempt again. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. And it's moronic in a lot of ways, too, just to act like... The fact they act like she was in the right to act this way, like, this is how you go about trying to she, well, do things... They want to have it both ways, because they say that she was being, like, a hothead and she was being rash about things, but also it pays off for her, so she should have done it. Mm-hmm. 
And then like, he's like, I was acting like an idiot. Oh, by the way, it pays off. <laughs> yeah. Act like a rash moron and hope it somehow works out for you is apparently the episode's message by the end. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, like you shouldn't just go along with the, the stupid Dean and her crap. But it's like, this is not the way to go about it. <laughs> I feel like if this was season one, it would be a guy and she'd be like, white man! <laughs> Kill Whitey! Um, so the, uh, there's another memory of the three of them trying to figure out uh, where the fifth dimension prison is. Uh, and they figure there's like a special sound they need to make. Like, uh, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> <laughs> Why do they want to go there? Did they explain why they want to figure out how to open this? Pr it feels like it worked as intended. <laughs> so why did they want to open up the portal to this dimension? I... Especially when there's rifts everywhere anyway. Why didn't they just try and find one? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why like Maggie opens it and then like goes in first. She it, so it, well. Here's what happens. Okay, they um, Mel and Macy bitch at each other for a while about this whole uh speakers corner thing, and then they leave. And then Maggie says the spell again alone for mm -hmm. some reason. Walks over to it and it sucks her in. It feels like you have to be close enough to. So it's like, why did she wander over to it if she knows this will lead to the the prison yeah. that keeps all the monsters in it? Yeah, because she's dumb. <laughs> what were they going to do once they got it open? Just be like, huh? We did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I I really don't know what they thought they were going to do with it. This episode just makes no sense to me. Um, it turns out they all have to say it separately for it to work. They don't. They can be in the same room, but they just can't overlap each other when they're talking. I don't know. Mm. So, uh, well, okay, I guess they think that, but that's not really the thing, right? This was a trick. Yeah, because it. Doesn't okay, so work. I guess. Okay. Because <laughs> they do the classic. Oh, we're out of the dream. Oh, no, we're not. You know, they got 10 minutes left of the episode. It ain't over. Mm -hmm. But they do start playing the music like they're doing the wrap up thing. For So for a moment, I'm like, oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew there's too much time that had to be left. It's like, oh, they're going to do the we got out. LOL. No, we didn't. <laughs> it, it felt endless, but not not endless enough. So you knew it wasn't over yet. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, so they say the spell separately, and they think that they've left. They're, they're starting their girlfriend time, and Maggie's like, well, I haven't showered in 42 days. I'm going to go up there. Uh, and just then, they see a flash of vagina light and realize that they're still inside. <laughs> well, no, they, at first, um, Mel or Macy, they look at a picture on the No, mantle. that happens after. Well, that's when they realize they were still in there. No, the flash is what... Makes them realize it. And then they see the photo and realize that that's another glitch. Mm. I wrote it down in that order. That's what okay. happened. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Both of them are signs they are still in the prison. Mm -hmm. This uh, photo, though, I did want to talk about how crappy the Photoshop <laughs> looked on it. <laughs> yeah, it's them and, and their mom. And they've yeah. just photoshopped them all together. And they show it in close up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, look at how bad this is. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like... um season one we just couldn't get rid of mom she was just in every episode she died in the first episode and then she just wouldn't stop showing up <laughs> and then now it's like i don't know let's just photoshop her though i don't blame them for not bringing the actress in at the current times yeah and we don't need to see her beyond a crappy photoshop <laughs> mom stopped being relevant mm -hmm. 
so Macy's like, all right, well, we couldn't get out that way. Let's go out through the rift all these monsters have been using. Um, and that's what those flashes of light have to be. Uh, so they figure if they all focus together using the power of three, they'll tear down this illusion. And they do. So they just they just go, like they're like mad on heroes and focus and then very easily break down the facade so that they end up in, in the video game mist. <laughs> yeah. They're just like on top of a stone labyrinth and they're oh we hear monsters down there. Rawr. Oh no, we better leave. Let's leave. Then they leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're like, oh these monsters are there off screen, believe us. It's like that Dear Santa movie that they filmed during COVID, where they're like, Wow, that sure was some great party we were at, but everyone left. <laughs> we had these great off screen parties. Yeah. Like, you can be near cg things guys <laughs> they're not really there this is not a COVID thing this is a budget thing they're yeah. like we ain't we ain't creating all these cgi monsters we have the budget for one but, so they the see this crack they still create one and then they do nothing with it <laughs> yeah oh yeah they they bungle this completely so they see a crack appear and then um one of those uh chupa almas appear uh, but apparently there's just one i thought they were saying this was like a species because they called it chupa alma but they're like wait we defeated the chupa alma so that's fake so we can just yeah, walk so through it, it. that's that was insane logic to me like because yeah there's there could be more like why would they think they definitively know there's only one of this thing in existence yeah i thought they were categorizing like the species and they were telling us the name like so you know chupa alma is what yeah, we're gonna face there's gonna but be apparently more it was just the one dude i don't know like they don't know that you know what it was you know what it was it was because they already had the animation and they could just plop it in and don't have to spend more money yeah well i mean that's that's what it was they just had the animation already and they're like Boop, we can do one that we already oh, did definitely but they should be getting more use out of it anyway because it should be a recurring thing <laughs> because there should be more than one of it anyway yeah like so like they should have then like, oh yeah, it's not real, so let's run out of here, and then it just mauls them <laughs> as they run into its arms. I feel like I heard this was a short season, like twenty episodes. Oh, how I'm short! Check. <laughs> I I really hope it is. Uh, I'm gonna check on IMDb. Does it? IMDb is not always right, but does it only list twenty episodes? No, it it only lists up to what's aired or what's going to air. I don't know. I feel like I heard it was short. Either way. We are, what, what, this was episode seven? We are seven episodes in. So if it's a normal length, we're about like a third of the way in. And mm. like, what have we done? Yeah. Where do we go from here? <laughs> See, we're mentioning Buffy and again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where do we go from Oh, yeah. Okay. So they walk through it. They just walk through it and they're back for realsies at a construction site. I yeah. guess that's just where that rift happened to open up. And, and Harry's. <laughs> Harry slowly walks in. Like, how did you find us? He's like, Fibonacci sequence. Like, okay. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> you said that was something in Alias? Yeah, they did use it in Alias, but I mean, it's like a mathematical equation thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who the hell's Bernoulli? <laughs> Why the hell did you do that? Yeah, it was super weird when Harry shows up. So he kind of walks over looking like the angel of death. He's got his all black outfit on. And they act like this is like weird. And he goes, you did it. You're home. And he says it like he knows something we don't. 
Uh-huh. And then they 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 all close the portal, and he's like acting super suspicious. Yeah, like he's got his hands in his pockets, kind of like he's got the information, like he's Teague and Baywatch Nights. He's got that little twinkle in his eye, like I know something you don't. But they never say what it is. Did you'd, this mean something, or was it it nothing? You'd think this would be James and the Giant Peach if they hadn't killed him off already. <laughs> Maybe. It is him. Maybe the Harry that got killed was the other Harry, oh. and he was the robot all along. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It would make no sense if that's what it was. It was the wrong professor that slid with them. Oh, oh my god. I feel like this means nothing. I just don't know why they played it so suspicious. It was really weird. It was, and I don't know why he would know they fell into there unless he had like some instant replay camera of them being idiots up in the attic falling into the portal so <laughs> let's let's look at this from harry's pr- perspective right okay so whatever harry does during the day when he's not moping with macy i don't know cooking souffles whacking it whacking it because <laughs> he can't he can't get with her he's whacking it yeah. <laughs> let's face it that's what he was doing he was whacking it so he's like oh, i better go see what macy's up to so we can mope together do 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 goes yeah. down the stairs or goes upstairs were they in the attic when they did this i think they were in the attic so so he goes up the stairs do 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 he's like macy i was whacking it can i help with something <laughs> and then he sees that they're gone and he sees all these like equations on the wall let's say he puts that together and he's yeah, like oh yeah. they must have gone into the rift i guess and he's like Fibonacci! I know where that'll be. <laughs> Construction site. He turns into Sherlock from the the Moffat one. Did you yeah. feel like all the like equations and yeah, stuff in front of him? As swipey he's cr- BR crap. <laughs> yeah, he's doing that, and then like he jumps to the conclusion that they have opened this portal and used it. Otherwise, he'd be like, "Oh, looks like they're working on some stuff in here. I'll go find them." Do 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 do. Let's and, assume he texts them, and, and they then should can't. be escaping right about now. <laughs> yeah this doesn't it okay so he's i guess because he can orb he can go to wherever maybe he tried a few other portals to, to so he's like okay so we, we're gonna uh, let's pretend he tried to text them and he's like they're missing they must have used this portal he was running around like mad like all disheveled and stuff and then they finally get out and then he acts all cool and collectively yeah yeah, yeah he acts all i cool. knew exactly this is where you would be <laughs> Yeah, he realizes they're coming through and he gets his comb out real quick and like fixes himself up. Because, yeah, like, okay, pretend he texted them and he didn't, they didn't answer. So he's like, they must have used this portal. There's no other conclusion I can come to than they went to the fifth dimension. (laughs) (laughs) Let's say maybe he like, he uses a, a spell or something like that shows that they, that some magic was used here and it has ancient magic or something in it. I don't know. So he goes over to the Book of Elders and he's like, I got to find a way to look for these, these, um, portals, these rifts, cause they'll, they'll figure out how to get, th- I can't figure out how to open this up. Because they have it written down right here how to get into this. I'm actually going to look for this rift now. And then there's this spell in the in the El Book of Elders. And then the Fibonacci sequence or something. <laughs> yeah, and, then he, and then he orbs to try and find each of these rifts so he can predict mm-hmm. where these rifts are going to open. And then he puts his hands in his pockets. And then he sees it opening and he's like, aha, the right one. And then he, <laughs> and then he puts his hands in his pockets all cool. And they come out and he goes like, ah... Your home. Yeah. In the strangest tone <laughs> that he could have said that in. Yeah. So is this what, what Harry's day was like? <laughs> Maybe he watched that Dementia 5 episode of, like, Rocket Robin Hood slash the 60s Spider-Man. That explained the what? fifth dimension to him. 
you are pulling out some deep cuts, Phelan. I have no idea what the hell that Rocket Robin episode is. It's uh, an anime. It's an episode they reused almost wholesale for the 60s Spider-Man. They just took Spider-Man in it instead. It's got a bunch of random weird imagery because they're in some weird dimension, which is why it's called Dementia 5. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, it sounds much more interesting than this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, um, yeah, Harry tells them that he could predict where the rifts are now, and uh, he says that they were gone for four hours. Time works differently in the other dimensions. They don't have to worry about having been gone for a month or whatever. <laughs> um, and Mel is like, man, I am so fired, uh, because there is, uh, we found out earlier in the episode, her little speech ended up on the Dirt Dish app, where all of the greatest dancing slash weird events, alien conspiracies slash lady rants at safe space <laughs> videos go. Yeah. Her yelling in public could never get back to anyone anyway. <laughs> Um, apparently this video went viral. If you saw a video of some random woman talking about fascism at her university, would would this go viral? I think it'd have to be more interesting than her story. Yeah, like, if this was something really important, like, maybe people are spreading awareness of, like, not that it... Yeah. It's not that it isn't important to, like, you no. know, stand up for what you believe or, like, against yeah. um outdated turfisms and stuff like that I but think it just feels something... like what she's saying is nothing of substance yeah i think it'd have to be something more radically upsetting to people for it to yeah. go viral that quick i feel like anytime this show talks about things going viral like they're like really bad <laughs> they don't know what going yeah, viral means like carman going my girlfriend's missing went viral so <laughs> Holy shit, everything goes viral. Everyone's like, hey, you notice this pattern of viral videos involving these Vera sisters, like, yeah. or Vaughn sisters? You, you notice these ones keep showing up in these viral videos on AlienHunter.com? There's all these videos, like, hashtag the year of Maggie. It's just like her taking a shit. Why is this viral? <laughs> this show thinks it's easy to go viral. I would love to go viral as much as, as these sisters have for their dumb bullshit. Well, Maybe you should make a video saying someone's missing, or you should yell about something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to stand on a balcony and yell, and I'm going to yeah. post that onto my yeah. YouTube page. I'll, and I'll film be like, you yelling off a balcony. <laughs> I'll be like, whoa, this got 5,000 views. Phelan, it went viral. What? <laughs> it's like in that, um, that Dear Santa movie again, where they go, the podcast went viral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So she's like, man, I'm definitely fired after it went viral. She seemed to uh, say she was fired. Like, this is how I got fired when they were yeah. in there still. So I thought it was something that happened already. She was fired. <laughs> yeah, until until she goes, oh, I'm definitely fired. I thought that's how they were telling us she was fired. I'm like, they gave up on this job already? Like, how many times are they going to like have May uh, Mel change jobs? <laughs> yeah, really. So, uh, cut her going to school in the overalls of hidden pregnancy, <laughs> carrying a box. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the, the Buffy sad overalls. She always wears those when she's depressed. <laughs> yeah. It felt extra weird for, for Mel to be wearing those. Can you imagine you go to like your college class and your professor is walking around in adult <laughs> overalls? Did she even wear overalls after she wiped her other girlfriend out of her life, Nika? Did she wear sadness overalls after she wiped her oh, out? Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, the depression overalls. <laughs> yeah. We we can assume off screen she did. <laughs> Here's a 
Here's an obligatory Kevin scene. He wasn't in the last episode at mm. all. But Kevin, sh- don't worry, they made up for it. Kevin shows up in this episode and he goes, Professor Viral, you were a trending topic for three consecutive hours. Is he counting the hours? I don't know. He has the, all, everything he says in the scene is atrocious. He says, Dean Eldon is the C word. Cancelled. Yeah. Fuck you, Charmed. They let that hang first, though. They say she was the C word, is what he says, and then they hang on that for a bit. Mel's like, boo? (laughs) Yeah, and then cancelled. Cancelled. Fuck you, Charmed. Fuck you forever. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you, Charmed. Some real Charmed culture bullshit. I'm going to call it now. They're never going to do anything with Kevin. Mm. I mean, I didn't expect them to. Kevin's going to show up for one episode scenes. And then like, this is like, I was going to be really surprised. This is, this is stupid. Non, this is non representation, like, um, performative representation, I should say mm-hmm. for the yeah. show. Like they want to say like, look, we have this trans character on there and then never do anything with them and have them have one line uh-huh. scenes. And like, this is utter fucking bullshit. Like, I would be pissed if I was trans and I was like, oh, cool, a trans guy on this show. And then this is what you get. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Yeah. I was going to be really surprised if they ever did anything meaningful with Kevin besides just go, hey, we want credit for having a trans character in here, even though he doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, he's he said these terrible lines. He's filling uh, Swan's role, basically. Mm hmm just throw out these buzzwords and like swan especially last season was the ultimate symbol of of this show's contempt for the things that they were left with for inheriting the show like the showrunners when they're like oh shit we got the woke show and then they just throw in all of this shit hmm. woke like gushers <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah we're throw in some woke gushers in here for you <laughs> So this scene gets more insulting. <laughs> Kevin goes, oh, yeah, yeah, your your video went viral. So the students protested on Twitter. This was a three-hour viral video. They protested on Twitter for one day, and then this school put yeah. the dean on leave. Yeah, not even a the full dean. day. Three hours, I guess, or something. <laughs> three hours, and the dean was put on leave because she... She bitched about it at. It's like, yeah, okay. This she was in. Dean Turf was in the wrong, but so is Mel. So like, what is? What are we supposed to get from this? Mm-hmm. This is like insane fantasy world. That this is how it turns out. Like you just. It was so easy. Yeah. Like, oh, teacher acts unprofessional. Yells about things in public. Well, you know what? We're gonna do what she said, and the dean sacked. Sure. <laughs> Well, what do you know? It's not every day you see the stupidest thing you've ever seen. This is, it's so insulting. And like, if you're going to have this plot, like, do something with it. Mm-hmm. But they don't. Like, she went, I'm going to put this on my syllabus anyway. And then they protest on Twitter and then she's on leave. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to be a long, drawn out nothing plot either. Just no. like, do something interesting with it. Mm-hmm. And like, have Kevin, I we talked about it before, but like, Kevin should be involved in ways other than just trans issues. Because, like, that's important to talk about, and I'm sure it's very important in his life, but who is Kevin besides being trans? Yeah. 
Like, we know nothing about Kevin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gotta talk about Kevin! <laughs> I'll be surprised if we learn much about him beyond that. <laughs> Stupid show. Anyway, uh, Macy opens Jordan's legal clinic, um, or she's talking about it with uh, one of the people from the board. She's like, well, how about these drinks we were given away for free? What if we don't give them away for free? <laughs> what? Radical! <laughs> it was... <laughs> Was the weed dispensary free, too? Can you imagine all the potheads would be in there? (laughs) We could get free weed in here? What a stupid place. All right. Why weren't they charging for drinks? Um, And Maybe that's another sign that they never really got out of the Matrix. This is another glitch. Free drinks. Uh... Of course that's not real. That's not the real world. You can't go anywhere and go get free drinks. How is this board do? It feels like the board budgets things like that that viral viral drill tweet mm-hmm. where it's just like I bought like ten thousand candles. How do I feed my family? <laughs> How do I budget? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember what if it was candles, but it's basically that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Tell me how to budget. I don't know how safe space was ever supposed to be profitable. Basically, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, she's like, ah, well, I'll discuss it with the board. And Macy's like, oh yeah, well, I already tweeted about it, so people are going to be pretty mad if you go back on this. Yes, they're going to want their pro bono law firm, so you better do it. Chick, I like the way you do things, Macy. What (laughs) I'm chuffed but fair. I learned from Mel, being stupid makes it work. They've done the done this in so many episodes now. Like, ah, I admire your tenacity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tough but fair. Well, they already did this with Dean Turf. <laughs> yeah, every time it's yeah. so easy. You went over my head. I like that. <laughs> I feel like the charmed one's strongest weapon is not the power of three; it's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the fact this is still the warped reality and it's a glitch, and they're not out of the prison. If they, like, did sometime, like, a few episodes after this and they revealed they were still in the prison, that might be the greatest plot twist they could do. Because <laughs> this is so stupid. All right, let's, uh, we're getting close to the end. Uh, Maggie's meditating, uh, and she sees Antonio fuckface in the towel, and then she shuts the door. Who cares? <laughs> They're having girlfriend wrap-up time, but it gets interrupted by Harry. And he's like, well, all the light flashes were monsters escaping, so we, we gotta deal with a bunch of monsters. Uh, cue the knock on the door. Uh, it's George Orbinks. He rushes in, and he's like, there's a big monster outside! And that's the cliffhanger. Yeah, and he's like, leaning against the wooden door. He's like, but don't worry, this wooden door will protect us. <laughs> the monster's like, oh, I can't get past this wooden door! <laughs> Guys, let me in. It's like that Transformers episode where Bumblebee can't break down a wooden door in a school. <laughs> it's like the aliens in science. <laughs> Alright, Phelan, I got a fashion segment. Alright. You can probably guess what this is going to be. Um, so, uh, Macy has some thigh-high boots over polka dot tights. Mm-hmm. They were pretty bomb. We also have Maggie's outfit for this episode. She had a couple of them. I did like her her black velvet pajama set, or maybe it was just a tracksuit. I don't know. It was all black velvet at the end. Uh, and and there were some fuzzy red socks that she wore with it. And uh, the 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 outfit that she wore for most of the episode. Um, 
big green coat with a leopard print vest over it and a floral shirt and a striped scarf and yellow fingerless gloves and camo pants and a furry hat. <laughs> <laughs> this was a lot to take in. <laughs> this was her outfit before she went to the crazy place. <laughs> And last but not least, Phelan, who's your Margoyle? <laughs> it's a tough one, because it's like, on one hand, I could give it to Mel, because <laughs> her yelling about things just somehow worked out for her, but it's like, is that her fault? Or is it just the insane school boards who just said, oh, teacher yells, let's put the dean on leave? <laughs> Or just like the the writer of the episode for acting like this is how things should work. Because Macy also takes a cue from this. Like, yeah, you know what? Just disobeying is how things get done. So, yeah, I'll do that too. <laughs> oh, no. Who did you end up going for then? Ugh, the episode, the whole episode is a mark. <laughs> it's a pretty good choice. <laughs> My uh, my Margoyle is Macy. <laughs> again, two weeks in a row, again for saying probably the dumbest line of the episode. There are a lot of dumb lines, but I can't think of a bigger loser than someone going, how am I going to tell Swan that I failed? <laughs> I, f- I think once you're deferring to Swan, you got to be the biggest loser in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> um... What did you think overall of this episode? <laughs> Considering it was my Margoyle, I don't think much of it. <laughs> Is they, that your final thoughts on the episode? It's your Margoyle? <laughs> <laughs> they screwed up an interesting concept and characters were idiots. So yeah, it's a standout loser. <laughs> it's always more annoying, too, when they screw up something that could be interesting. Yeah. So there's an idea here, but you guys took it in the most blandest easiest direction you possibly could like way to fail (laughs) this episode wrapped up everything way too easily and way too quickly so like it felt like just nothing happened Mm -hmm. and uh sometimes it made me mad so it was like whatever (laughs) (laughs) i didn't like it um i don't know i don't know if i'll ever like charmed again I think every week it's just going to be like, eh, fuck off. <laughs> I I had like a little bit of hope and then like, it's just, it's just always going to be boring. I think mm. it's always going to be boring yeah. because like they t- keep taking these concepts and they're like, let's do this in like the least interesting way we could possibly do it. Like, mm. there's no reason it should be this way. It's not even like for budgetary reasons or COVID reasons that the show is this way. I don't know. Maybe the writers are just uninspired. Maybe there's like some restrictions behind the scenes we don't know about. Sometimes there's stupid things the network wants or the showrunners want or mm-hmm. whatever. For, but for some reason, they're in this this formula, this mold that's just like, may, maybe this is just supposed to cater to people who just like pretty people, like the <laughs> CW. But it's like, you can make a good show with pretty people. Mm-hmm. You can make it interesting. Yeah, you have a good-looking cast, but what are you doing with them? If you're not watching a sh- an interesting show, like, you can look at pretty photographs and see pretty people. <laughs> Just do something! <laughs> but they can mope in a house and mope in a safe space and mope in a bunker. This was the perfect opportunity to do a 
COVID safe episode in the house and do something creepy. The the first episode of the season, they were trapped in the house. And I feel like they utilize that space better mm-hmm. than they did here. And yeah, they were going to safe space in some other places too. But basically, they're just going on their specific sets. And you just have to redress them a little and do things slightly off. Yeah. Like it this it doesn't take a lot to like just put some effort in. Yeah, this could have been a total bottle episode, save you some money and also been super effective at the same time. Yeah. But don't worry, they'll promise us another reboot of the show again soon. <laughs> they'll do a reboot of the reboot of the reboot. Yeah. <laughs> what is the plot of the next episode? They have a plot? No, I don't see a summary here. I see uh, Maggie in a really good outfit, though. (laughs) On the next episode of Charm, nothing happens. Sounds about right. (laughs) I feel like the titles are more fun than the episodes. The next episode's called 99 Problems, but a witch ain't one. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But it won't be anything. (laughs) Let's wrap this up, Phelan. You got anything else you want to note? No. All right. Well, guys, if you enjoyed our podcast, <laughs> appreciate it if you left us a, a like, a review, a subscribe, some sort of engagement, perhaps, wherever you're listening to this or watching this on. Uh, you can find us in audio form at anchor.fm uh, under Charmed Hard with a Vengeance or Charmed Rewind. We're also on uh, pretty much wherever you can get podcasts, I believe. Um, you can find us on YouTube under youtube.com slash movie nights the series or Phelan stuff under youtube.com slash You can support either of us on Patreon at patreon.com slash movie nights and patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast for us. You can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter. What are the hashtags, Phelan? Hashtag Mel Mendes. <laughs> Hashtag, uh, Mabby. (laughs) Hashtag garbage. (laughs) Hashtag bitch hikers guide to the galaxy. (laughs) All right, Charmanders. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.